The death of direct response marketing. One big prediction for 2021 that changes everything. And one simple strategy. Those who will use it will turn into millionaires with the yachts and everything. Those who will ignore it will be begging homeless on the streets. Which will you be? Listen and discover. It's Aziz here and I can confidently declare this. Direct response marketing will die very soon. Ads, PPC, cold emails, everything as we know it will forever change. And in its place will emerge hybrid response marketing. In this episode, you'll discover the forces shaping the future that will kill direct response marketing and some tips you can begin using today to be on the sides of the winners in 2021 and beyond. The foundational force that will destroy direct response marketing is human nature. One of the hardest things a human being can do is make a decision. This is why. The two basic human fears we're all born with are the fear of high places and the fear of the unknown. Making a decision is facing the unknown head on. When you look at the Latin root for the word decision, it means to cut off or to kill all other options and leave only one. And because there is only one option left and all others are cut off, FOMO, the fear of missing out, kicks in. So people start wondering, am I making the right decision? Will this work or will it end up getting me shame and regret? And the more unknown factors are in a decision, the more paralyzing it becomes. This is why making a decision feels almost like jumping off a high cliff. It feels like that moment before you have to commit to jumping from up high and to leave that high place behind you and fall headfirst into something you're not sure is safe. I even notice this in myself and I make decisions all the time. The last time I decided to go live in East Europe, the step that confirmed this serious decision was buying the tickets. There was no turning back once the tickets were bought. It was confirmed. It was done. And I remember the stress of having to commit to that jump into the unknown where for multiple months I will go somewhere I didn't know and change my whole life. The first day after I thought about it and kind of made the decision, I would think, oh, there is enough time. I'm busy today. I'll do it tomorrow. The next day, oh, it's still early. There is no rush. I'll let it another day. I'll leave it. Excuses, excuses. Then when I knew I had to do it, otherwise the ticket price will shoot up dramatically. I would sit myself down fill in all the information and passport details and credit card number, then sit staring at the screen with the mouse cursor on top of the button that says finalize purchase. And I froze, immobile, like a prey that detected a predator, stopped breathing, and is just trying to survive by making no sounds or movements. The minutes passed like days. 
time even stopped and all I could feel is tightness in my chest and cold sweat forming on my forehead. The only way to snap out of this it was for me to take my other hand and to use it to press on my other finger to force myself to complete that decision to press on that button to leave myself no way out. This decision was about 70% on the scale of seriousness and I'm used to making decisions all the time and this is something and it's something that I really really wanted. I wasn't like forced to, do, to go there. So imagine how it is for most people who are living a safe life on autopilot minimizing decisions in their day. No wonder in direct response marketing if they get a 1% conversion on cold traffic from people who are semi-interested they consider it an amazing return. But even this won't last. It won't be that case anymore. Knowing how hard decisions are for humans to make because of human nature and the fear of the unknown, I noticed there is a lubricant that facilitates decisions more than any other. What's this lubricant? It is trust. Think about this. If your brother or sister or the best friend you trust asks you to do something, would you decide to say no or are more tempted to say yes? If you went to the doctor that you trust and he prescribed medicine for you, would you hesitate to buy it or would you rush straight into the pharmacy demanding that they hand over the biggest box of pills they have on hand and you ingested it right away? Or if you have a family friend, a lawyer, who you've seen and talked to for 20 years often, someone you trust and respect. If you ever needed legal advice, would you call him right away or would you spend weeks hesitating, debating with yourself and wondering? In each and every case, trust creates faster action, forward movement and easier decision making. Why? Because trust allows you to vicariously delegate the decision making and to borrow the confidence from the trustee. What do I mean with this? It's simple. When you have nobody you trust when it comes to a specific topic, you don't have the confidence you'll succeed when you make the decision and jump into that unknown. But when you trust someone and you know that the topic is not unknown to them, you borrow from their confidence through the trust you have in them, which turns that unknown into a known by proxy. Or to make it even simpler, simpler, when you trust an expert on a topic you need to make a decision on, something fundamentally changes. You don't have to make the big decision to jump into the unknown, which is scary. Instead, you're making another, much smaller decision to trust the expert to handle that big decision for you, to delegate the decision making to them. This is a smaller decision made easy and comfortable because trust exists. I hope this is clear because this is a pillar for the next parts. So the problem with direct response marketing. For a long time, direct response marketing has used a loophole in this fundamental truth. 
People did not have a trusted expert on many areas of their lives. For example, when it comes to financial matters, people didn't have a financial planner they knew for years who they trust that they invited to their home. So, when a package from the direct response company comes to them, while they were still making up their mind and trying to make a decision, and they read 30 pages of sales letters, they'll feel they know and trust that direct response company more than their local financial planner, who have, they've not spoken to at all. They have zero seconds spent interacting with him. As they say, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. So compared to their local financial planner, who they have zero seconds spent with, to the direct response company who sent them in a sales letter that they spent one hour or two reading, relatively, there is a lot more trust to the direct response company. That is the loophole that makes direct response marketing work. If people are still deciding and have had zero interactions with the local expert they could use, the direct response marketing company swoops in and with their packages, with their sales letters, they get that person reading for a couple of hours and therefore get marginally higher trust than their local expert, which means they get the sale. The person with the most trust gets the sale. This is a principle. Remember this. However, what changed now is that we exist in a time where internet is allowing something almost magical. The local expert with the push of a button can create and publish content that builds a sphere for, of trust for him. Where people watch their videos while having dinner, which almost feels like they invited that person to their home to eat with them, or listen to his audios or audiobooks or read his LinkedIn articles, and they feel they share time together. And over the weeks, months, and years, each local expert for free will build a sphere of trust that will only buy from her or him, no matter how cool or tempting the direct response sales letter may be, or how persuasive the PPC they come across or the Facebook ads they're exposed to. Think of it like this. If you have a favorite brother-in-law that has a shop selling mobile phones, when it's time to buy, do you buy from him first, knowing that he'll take off any problems if you need repair, or would you buy from some random video sales letter that uh, came onto your feed on Instagram? This is the real kicker, the deep secret. The person who captures the trust will get the sale, no matter how persuasive, witty, or unique the ads they get are, or are exposed to. And this is why in the future, what matters more is being a good person, being a good person, doing good deeds, having good karma, sharing goodwill works. And it works more and more now in the age of transparency. And even worse for the direct response companies, each campaign they will create of direct response ads and packages will just raise awareness of the problem to the people who are ready to buy and those people will rush to spend their money with the expert they, tru they trust who took the time to build 
or relationship with them. So how will this kill direct response marketing? It's simple. Technology has changed. More and more competitors are aware of the power of building an audience, of building a base of true fans. And the trend that is building now is everyone will be within the sphere of trust of some expert they will know, like, and trust. And don't think of this as the future. Everyone will have millions of followers and people that trust them. No, I predict very strongly that every single expert who knows what they're talking about, not charlatans and scammers, will have a sphere of influence of 1,000 to 3,000 people and that the world, the whole market, will be divided into groups of 1,000 to 3,000 audience members for specific local experts and there will be no outliers, no free agents for direct response marketers to steal. So this means that there won't be people who are lost and detached that direct response companies can come and prey on because they're already attached and bound and part of the audience of someone else who they've spent so much time interacting with, learning from, uh, consuming their content. And with each day, that audience gets to know the expert they trust more and more and more, making it harder and harder for any direct response effort to change their minds and convert them. This is the nail in the coffin of direct response marketing. This is the end of it all. In another episode, someday in the future, we will discuss hybrid response marketing, which is a clever way to use this trend happening right now with the best principles from direct response so that you emerge a winner in business in this upcoming future. And if you have any questions about this or about positioning, whether personal positioning, business positioning, or marketing, and communication, simply send me an email to mentor at storybonding.com. M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com. I read every single email personally. Stay awesome, make your glory elevate and skyrocket. This was Aziz. I'm here, I'm with you, and I wish you a great day or night. Goodbye.